He's tiny. He has a killer attitude, and he's even delicious. But you better run, run as fast as you can, because the abuse is loose. We watched The Ginger Dead Man. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what that means. Welcome, Moon Goons, to the next episode of Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I am your host, Marshall Hampton. With me is my buddy, my co-host, my brother from another mother, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Are you channeling like a black preacher from a suburb of Atlanta <laughs> yeah. right now? Like, I was like, like Xavier Woods impression. You, <laughs> you have got like this. So, do you feel it, ladies and gentlemen? Do you feel the horrible horror? Do you feel it? God bless. Yeah. Do Woo! you hear? All we need is like a a chorus in the background, you know? Just goddamn. <laughs> Some gospel singing? Yeah. <laughs> I feel it running through me, Marshall. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Today, movie, we did the gingerbread man. No, no. We did the, the ginger, ginger dead, dead man. man. Thank you. How how foolish of you. Trust me. It, it took me a while. It doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Ginger dead man. Ginger dead man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but as always, we have some... I didn't have to clean up before you even get to the movie. Uh, we are at the coming up on the closing of our horrible horror March movie madness. We're we had, almost at end. end. We had the Elite Eight. We had the Elite Eight this past week. Uh, with we have, I think, two ties to uh, two more. Two more ties because it's getting tough. People mm-hmm. are. It's getting the shitty of the shit here. So um, we the, the first tie is the Pumpkin Carver versus the Wicked. Ooh. And that's a tough one, because Wicked is fucking awful, but Pumpkin Carver is really bad, too. Mm. But they had more where to work with. They had a bigger budget, and they did. there was better looking film than the Wicked's, but it's still bad. Yeah, you can't judge a, you know, just because the budget's low, it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Right. Uh, the Wicked's, ugh, pretty bad. I mean, it does have Ron Jeremy, but he's just phoning it in the whole time. He sits in a chair and just... He is probably the best actor out of the whole thing. Oh, easily the best actor in that whole thing. And he's phoning it in. Sitting on a lazy boy, just... It it has the worst, like, non-sex sex sex scene ever. That lasts, like, 20 minutes of just... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um... I think I lean towards the Wicked's. I mean, I know it's cheaper budget and lower, but that movie's just fucking awful. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, well, there we go. The Wicked's will move on to the final four and it will f- take on blood valley seeds revenge which mm. beat out houses that october built wow that beat out houses that October yep. built, huh? that was gonna be a tough one but yeah. blood valley moves on okay um alice uh and merlin beat out bloody mary 3d wow which 
I'm a little upset with all that. I, I'm sorry. I Maybe I'm the only person on this planet who seems to actually like Alice in Merlin. I didn't think it was as bad. I thought it was better than Bloody Mary. I really did. But the people have spoken. They chose Alice. So be it. So be it. Um, the other one that was a tie was our holiday showdown between oh. Thanksgiving and Christmas Slate. Now, again, I'm surprised this was a tie because I tell you right now, if we're breaking tie, my vote's for Christmas Slate. As is mine. Because Thanksgiving is awful, mm. but it's awful in a fun way. Like, you yeah. can laugh at it and just enjoy it for its sheer ridiculousness. Yeah. Christmas Slate is just shit. So that's an easy uh, easy one to, to uh, break to that tie. Yeah. yeah. So our final four is set. We have the Wicked's. Taking on Blood Valley, Seeds Revenge, and then we have Alice in Murderland up against Christmas Slay. Which two will be in the finals? You guys decide. They'll be posted. You can vote on it many different ways. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, one, the other thing we will remind you is next week, one more week away from one our- week a day from us coming to you live. <laughs> Knew you were going to do that. Uh, yes, so we are live at Sullivan's Bar in Belleville, Illinois at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, March 26th, where we will be taking on Jason Goes to Hell, bum, bum, the bum. final Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Planet Cameras, if you are in the St. Louis area, come on out. It is a free show. Check it out. Has some. will be some drink specials. I, I think we got some work. That worked out. Oh, nice. Well, okay. We have a drink special, like mm-hmm. a, a specialty drink for the event. Cool. Um, meet us, drink with us, maybe be on the show. Yeah, do some so. day drinking, have some fun, watch some bad movies. You know, we'll talk to anybody. You know, yeah, it'll be a good time. All right. With that stuff taken out, we are going to jump into The Ginger Dead Man. Now, this movie <laughs> is, whoo, it's the, it is a full moon release, uh, which is, and I'll, get in, I'll come back to that. Uh, it's released November 8th of 2005. It's short. It's only it's like seventy minutes long. Yeah, it's a real quick. Actually, watch. it's like sixty two minutes because like eight minutes of it are the end credits. Jesus, <laughs> so yeah. it's like barely an hour. Um, you can find it in a lot of places. You can find it on Amazon, iTunes, Vudu, YouTube, Google Play, and Hulu. Yeah. Um, the Hulu version is free, but that's a weird bonus, like because it's part of an Elvira movie version so you have like Elvira in the beginning like in between so I don't know how much of it's ed- how much of the movie is edited down for that her special so I watched it also on Hulu but I pay I pay for Hulu I get the non-commercial version of Hulu and it's on there so without the Elvira version but see I I do too I pay for okay. Hulu but when I started watching on Hulu I had Elvira do the intro I'm like oh okay but then I was like oh it's probably gonna cut away so not me but Elvira wow that's awesome yeah, everyone Elvira, likes Elvira yeah exactly so. so if you want the Elvira version it's on Hulu um, it was it's written by William Butler and Don McMuir and directed by Charles Band now Charles Band and Full Moon is the same company and director that brought us the exquisite Killer Eye Halloween Haunt movie we did back during ha- our Halloween month. Yeah. And it was that movie was surprisingly awesomely fun. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> so let's see if he can follow that up. Um, this movie did spawn several sequels. Yes, it did. I can't believe it. Ginger Dead Man 2, The Passion of the Crust. Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver. And then a crossover of Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the cast is only one, two, I think three people, four people I wrote anything about. That's a lot. For That's almost the whole cast. Um, Jimmy, the guy, one guy, his name is Jimmy Dean, which is another food, sausage, sausage, fo- just like a, a mm-hmm. poultry guy. So everybody was yeah. named after fast food restaurant. A lot of puns in this one. 
Uh, he plays Larry Cedar. Uh, he's he might be the most established actor besides the main character of the movie. Uh, he has 180 credits to his name and some big name things like he did Constantine with yeah. uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, thank you. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, um, the 2010 remake of The Crazies, National Treasure, Book of Secrets, hmm. and. He- the two ones I just wrote down for fun, he did Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Nice. <laughs> and he did the voice of Loki in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the video game, which is... We, Enough, again... I, we keep having these, like... We just keep finding, like, Marvel crossovers. Yeah. Comic book crossovers with a lot of these guys. Um, And then Ryan Locke plays Amos Cadbury, after Cadbury Eggs. Yeah. Um, the only thing about him is... And, oh, maybe famous Amos Cookies, too. Oh, yeah, Amos. you're right. I'm, Amos, I'm, Amos I might cookies. be reaching there, but... That's a good... I didn't yeah. think about that, but you, you, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ryan Locke, he, in 1998, he was nominated for Male Model of the Year by the VH1 Fashion Awards, huh. and he modeled for DKNY, Gucci, and Nautica. That's the only thing about this guy. Interesting. Um, Robin Sidney plays Sarah Lee, another yeah, pun on no, that. Yeah, that's... that's... Um, <laughs> she is a Charles Band and Full Moon, like, queen. Her resume, or her filmography, is basically all these kind of movies. She did Evil Bong, Evil Bong 2, King Bong, Evil Bong 3D, <laughs> The Wrath of Bong, Evil Bong 420, and Evil Bong 5, which is in post-production right now, ready to come wow, out. Wow, there's an Evil, Evil Bong 5 yeah, coming out. She did Haunted Casino, Night of the Living Dead 3D, Reanimation, Ginger Dead Man vs. Evil Bong, and Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver, along with the first one, obviously. Jesus. And, of course, the, the get of the get... Of the cream of the crop of this cast is the man himself, Gary motherfucking Busey. Yes, as the ginger dead man. And this is Gary Busey post brain damage. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the Buse. The Buse is loose. The Buse is, is loose. He is loose in this show, in this movie, and he is running wild. <laughs> All right, so that's thank care. We're jumping into the movie. Uh, it opens like the first time I watched this, I was like. Is this at the beginning, or did I like, did it jump right in? Because you jump, it starts right in the middle. You cannonball right into this. Yeah, shit. like right in the middle of a robbery. Yeah, and you see, it's you that, see, shoot some woman at a diner. It said Cadillac Jack. Cadillac Jack's pink out exterior yeah. of a diner. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just like Marshall said, he's you hear a lady screaming. He's walking around the diner in a black suit with a t-shirt underneath. Takes a dead eye shot of her, bam, shoots her right in the head. Yeah. She falls on the counter dead. Now, um, one thing to say about this is this movie is supposed to take place in Waco, Texas. I was wondering about and, that. But yeah. there, I don't even think there are palm trees in Waco, Texas. Uh, no, I don't think so. So, I any mean, Texas, I, I'm pretty sure there's no palm trees it's in Waco. Much West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Busey just That would be a great his... educational moment for us. You know? Oh, I, I do have an educational Ooh, moment. Ooh, goody. All show. right. I was going to keep it a surprise. But... We got to come up with a jingle for that. We do. I do yeah. need to come up with a jingle for that. Um, all right, so there's basically this ca- family cowering behind a booth. Yeah, Busey's um, going through the, the the cash drawer. He's lo- <laughs> he's What's he going to get? Like 100 bucks maybe? Yeah. He's just... going through the cash drawer, and there's a family hiding underneath the table. Oh yeah, in the, like the back corner of the restaurant, like behind the booths, and the father who decided to try to stop Busey, and I don't think he really thought this through because uh, Busey has a gun and just shot some woman, and um, the father pulls out a very tiny pocket knife. Plus, he's like in his sixties or seventies. <laughs> so yeah, he's underneath the table, 
Busey just shot a bitch in the head. Yeah. All right, he's not fucking around. He wants that hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, he wants in Benjamins. He wants a hundred dollars. She, the guy, the dad is with his son and daughter underneath the table. And my thought process is, you're gonna do everything you can to protect your family. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna shield them. You're gonna. He goes, this isn't right. We got. I'm gonna stop him. Pulls out. It's not a pocket knife. A fucking switchblade. He pulled out a fucking switchblade. Like pocket knife. He pushed a button. It goes. It comes out. So this guy is a little fucked up already. <laughs> See, and Busey has a switchblade later. He but does. I thought his father they, just had a pocket knife. They both have switchblades. So this okay. is the best part. He's fucking old. He, he looks like he's in late sixties. Like yeah. way too old to Se- be. Six, late sixties, early seventies. Way too old to be there. The d- d- dad. Dad. Yeah. Look like your grandfather. Busey's got his back turned. Going through the crash shore. The guy goes, this isn't right. Switchblade out. Starts walking towards Busey. But instead of being stealthy or <laughs> clever, yeah. he goes, I'm going to kill you, you Mother. fucking bastard. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he says. Yeah, he announces his, his attentions. <laughs> and he sounds like a fucking crazed killer, too. <laughs> he sounds just as bad, if not worse. Then Gary Busey, I'm going to kill you, you fucking bastard, comes charging at Busey. Busey just turns around. Boom. Boom. Shoots him. Right in the chest. Yep. Old man takes a pretty good dive. He knocks a bunch of shit over on a table. Good good little death. So at this point, the son slash brother, he stands up, and he starts trying to reason with Busey. Like, hey, all right, just take what you want leave. Come on. I'm unarmed. I'm and unarmed. he yeah. keeps saying, he's like, Will you put your gun down, please? Yeah. Please put, put your, your gun down. Yeah, put your gun put down, your, please. And Gary Beast is like, say it like you mean it. Say it like you mean it, kid. <laughs> now now you sound like a pussy. Say yeah. it like you really mean it. Well, now you sound like my high school principal. <laughs> well, now it just sounds like you're trying to order me around. He's making this kid say it over and over yeah. again. And Gary Busey's just loving it. Uh, so Busey does. He ends up put place, He puts the gun on the counter. But unbeknownst to the son, he pulls out a, another switchblade from his coat pocket. The son lunges for the gun, and Busey just, like, basically, like, pins him down to the counter. Face plants him on the counter. And then just, like, stabs him a few quick times, Mm -hmm. killing him. So seeing the girl, the the sister, the daughter, uh, she's crying and cowering in the same hiding spot. He tells her to stand up. And this is where Busey gets kind of weird, because he kind of hears her, but he doesn't really see her. And he goes... Kitty. No, this is like, I smell something feminine. Yeah, he said that before the guy got up. But but it was just kind of funny. He goes, kitty... Kitty, kitty, kitty. Kitty, kitty, kitty. It was really <laughs> strange. Busey's awesome. Uh, so, <laughs> um, he, basically, he you know, for the next two minutes or so, he like contemplates whether he should kill or not. He goes it, back and forth. Yeah, now this is the weird, this is something I want to mention before we move on, is that he is contemplating. So she stands up, he's got his gun pointed at him, and he's he's like, oh, look at you. You know, like, my mother always told me I gotta start what I finish. But finish not, what you start. Yeah, finish what you start, but... <laughs> I'm not gonna kill you, but I I gotta honor my mother. He's having this like uh, dilemma, existential qui- crisis, or right. something. Right, he's yeah. having a dilemma over whether or not he should kill this girl, and he doesn't. He doesn't. You, you think he needs something like, "Ooh, you're hot," or because she's a good looking girl. You yeah, know. she's not. Yeah, they're not. So it's, but he's 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 torn about just killing her, and then he just goes, "But I gotta honor my mother." Shoots the gun. Yep. She falls down, and he goes, "Ah!" <laughs> yep. He goes, "Ah!" The and police start to come. And he goes, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And, yeah. He leaves. And then cut. Leaves. And roll opening credits. That's it. So what was that? <laughs> That's how this movie opened. That is bonkers. I mean, there, it like you said, it is a cannonball right mm. into this thing. Because like I said, the first time I saw it, I thought like, "Holy shit!" Am I this? 
Did I miss the first part of this movie, the first five minutes or something? Oh. So, oh, yeah. So before we move on, if you guys hear a little jingle jingle, we right. are enjoying some whiskey and ginger ale. Yes, we are. That is our drink of choice for today's episode. Um, so after the credits are shown, the girl who Busey shot in the diner, she is shown working in the back of a bakery now. So she's not dead. No, she's apparently she's not dead. So I guess he, which is weird because he shoots her. Obviously, he shoots her. But they, ne- she never ever mentions it in the rest of the movie. Like, oh yeah, he shot me. Yeah, he tried to or, kill me. I nearly yeah. died. Right, is never mentioned ever again. In that scene, like it's shot really poorly. The the scene where Gary Busey shoots her because he pulls the trigger. There's a boom, and she just basically kneels out of frame yeah she just drops straight down <laughs> this just kind of kneels out of frame quickly there's no blood splat no nothing no it's just so i mean basically i assume she gets shot in like the stomach that's that was or that's the only thing because if it was assumption. shoulder you would think yeah. it would have been too high it sure. had to be low but anyway so yeah um she finds an empty bottle of jack daniels and which she kind of shakes her head at, and then she looks at this picture on the wall of her dead brother and says happy birthday Wherever you are, I hope they have strippers and a Lone Star, which I thought was really kind of an odd thing to say. Well, Lone Star beer. Really? Because yeah. I thought it was Lone Star, like the steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that was the first thing about playing. Strippers and a steakhouse. Strippers and a steak. Well, that's the beer of Texas is Lone Star beer. Have you had it? No, I've never oh, had it. Oh, I should have brought that. I should have brought Lone Star beer. Never had it. Oh, well. <laughs> I thought it was a, she was talking about the steakhouse. Um, so anyway, the camera pans over them to two n- newspaper clippings that she has hanging on like a, a cork board. Not only like hanging, but it's like decorated. Yeah. It's like an homage to Gary Busey. Which is really weird. Yeah. Like this person killed her family. Sh- apparently shot her. Who knows? But I mean, it's not like an homage, but it's like it's basically. It's the, almost the, like the a clip- mini shrine, but it's decorated. It's like decorated. There is some like white yeah, ring around there's, or there's, something. Yeah. They, she put effort into making this like. Some something important, yeah. And but the the clippings report on the capture and execution of Millard Findelmeyer, who is Busey's character. We're just calling him Busey. Yeah, I, exactly. I just called him. What, what's his name again? Millard Findelmeyer. Millard Findelmeyer. They yeah. never say his name really. And um, the one article mentions that a girl's testimony helped send him to the chair. So basically, Sarah's testimony helped put this guy away. And now. I mentioned now comes knowledge dropping time education, education with horrible horror. horror education coming at you live. No, <laughs> well, we're not live. Damn it. Sorry. Um, we are going to here's a little information on the Texas death penalty. Ooh, that's good. All right. Because they are like the leading, aren't they? Yeah. L- lay it on me. Bro. All right. So since the death penalty was reinstituted, reinstituted in the United States, with this 1976 Greg versus Georgia decision, Texas has executed more inmates than any other state, beginning in 1982 with the execution of Charles Brooks Jr. Since 1982, 535 people have been executed in the state of Texas. Goddamn. <laughs> Since 1923, the Texas Department of Criminal Justice has been in charge of executions in the state. TDCJ houses death row prisoners after they are transported from their counties of conviction and administers the death penalty on a condemned person's court-scheduled date of execution. Male death row inmates are held at the Allen B. Polanski unit, while female death row inmates are held at Mountain View unit, while the executions themselves occur at Huntsville unit. Okay. Now, here is the education moment that the movie gets wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, you're you're going down a path of... Texas has used a variety of execution methods since 1924. 
crushing by stone. But until 1920, uh, uh, the state used hanging up until 1924. From 1924 to 1964, Texas used electrocution, the electric chair. And after that, lethal injection has been used since the Gregg ruling in 1976. So uh, that means that Millard was not executed. He, was ne- he couldn't, wouldn't have been executed, or fried, or in the chair. He would have been lethal injected. Ooh. That's where they get the mistake wrong. And just a little fun bit, the most executions for, are for murder, but other crimes that Texas has put people to death for are rape, treason, desertion, cattle rustling, and piracy. Ooh. Yeah, so I guess off the coast you, of Texas, you, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> That or I'm thinking... Uh, yeah, don't illegally download your music <laughs> or you're getting the death just, penalty. Just go to iTunes, guys. Just go to iTunes. Find us on iTunes. Yeah. We're free, though. We're free. Nice segue. Uh, so there's your educational moment for uh, this episode. So while the camera is focused on the clippings, we hear B- a Busey voiceover. And he says all the basic cliche things like, I'm I'm going to get my revenge. You're finished. Blah, blah, blah. Why would he say this? Stuff? I Yeah, I don't know where it's coming from. And a knocking is heard coming from the back door. Sarah goes to opens the door and finds a box labeled Grandma's Gingerbread Seasoning. And she sees a figure dressed in all black with a hooded cape turn the corner at the end of the alley Walking and away. Dis- disappear from sight. And she tells herself, oh, that's just the delivery person. And I'm like, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a UPS or FedEx guy dressed like Jack the fucking Ripper? <laughs> I mean, Seriously. Let's just <laughs> well. I mean, she does. She is. There is a little confusion. She's like, "Well, why are they bringing it back to?" And then the guy comes to the front. Or I mean, then then the other gentleman, the one of our characters, comes up with the other rest, like a big delivery. And she goes, "Oh, I guess they left it at the back." But it's just still like you. Yeah. see, it's that's fucking retarded. <laughs> so yeah, her coworker Brick, Brick. Uh, who, who comes in, he has two tickets to Wrestlepalooza. Yeah, and says so that where they let amateurs compete. Eat. The amateurs take on pros just willy-nilly. It's like the scene from uh, a Spider-Man. Yeah. Hey, come on in and compete, you know. Take uh, on Bonesaw. <laughs> and uh, we learned that Brick's wrestling name is The Butcher Baker. <sighs> God damn it. So she tells him to open up the box and so she can try out the new seasoning. And I just, did you notice, like, when he does open the box, he, he just, like, opens the box and just dumps the seasoning out into, like, the large tub. I'm like, should that stuff be, like, in some kind of, like, plastic bag right, or some right, kind of container right. in the box? It's like, who just takes a cardboard box, dumps them, like, oh, here's some uh, oregano or here's some uh, brown sugar into the box, tape it up and mail it off. I like that how you face- put oregano and brown sugar. Yeah, together. I don't know. It's the first you, thing you do not cook at all, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just the thing is when I do cook, I use a lot of oregano, but I don't bake. And brown so, sugar. <laughs> no, I do, that's why I was like, I use oregano when I cook, but... Yeah. Oh, brown sugars for baking. So, yeah, my, yeah, sure. my, my circus got crossed there. there. Yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, Bricks, he cuts his arm, opening the other boxes yeah. okay. Okay. somehow. God damn it. <laughs> uh, go on. Okay. <laughs> no. um, and he, he the blood falls into the tub of seasoning, and Brick tells Sarah, oh, you know, just leave. Get out of here this, early. So This is the thing that pisses me off. All right. He cuts his arm, and he goes, ah, and she goes, let me see it. Grabs his arm, pulls it directly over, over the tub that they're going to start making their cookies. Yeah. In. She basically, you would start walking away. If I've worked in food service before. Anytime there's a cut, you walk away, you know. 
and he puts his arm directly over their badge. And it's not like one or two drops. There's like five or six drops that go because it's slow motion shot. They show, yeah. It's a slow motion shot of these blood drops coming down. And, and they, they go boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom. There's like five or six of them. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a, a lot of blood, blood that's getting in there. And you'd say, oh, shit, I just bled in the cookie batter. Yeah. We got to throw this out. Yeah. The she, yeah. They, because I don't know how big... they don't know that. I don't know. That's yeah. a big health code violation, yeah, I would believe. Um, so... yeah, and you're worried about staying open in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, throw that shit out. So in the front of the bakery, Sarah hears um, this other girl who works there shout, and she rushes off to see what all the commotion is about. And it turns out she's just excited about reading the newspaper article that <laughs> on the execution of Busey. <laughs> And she mentions it's been two years and that he was executed. And after he was executed, his body was cremated and his ashes sent to his mother. So, okay, so Busey got, this was two years ago that he shot these people. Yeah. That's a pretty fucking expediated death sentence. Yeah, most of them are like 20 years or so on death row. They sit on death row for a while. That's something we probably should have looked up too, you know. But anyway, now he's dead. Yeah. Two years later. Two years later. Okay, but I'm, let's just think about this. If he was executed, let's say, and most of the paper reports and stuff happens the day before. So let's say he was this day he was executed the day before, but all of a sudden his he's already been cremated and the mother, you know, the ashes. All the, how does yeah, that spoiler happen? alert? Guess what? M- Mom received the ashes. That's who fucking dropped off the gingerbread. Yeah, dust. it's his goddamn ashes. Yeah, you know that's what it is. It's how, probably that, mixed with sugar and what, spice. What? What fucking mortuary like that quick of a turnaround to cremate? Oh, here's your ashes, and for her to turn around the same day yes. or that night to put them in season and drop them off. If they can do it that fast, yeah. burning a body, getting the ashes, sending it to mom, and mom maybe mix it up. Why can't I get my? My fucking DVDs delivered that quick from Amazon. <laughs> you know, what's going on? I need to go through the Texas Department of Justice, apparently, yeah. to get my shit delivered to yeah, me because apparently super fast. they don't fuck around. No. So anyway, Brick adds a scoop of the tainted seasoning to the dough in the mixer, the big giant mixer. And we cut to a drunken older woman standing on the sidewalk in front of Betty's Bakery. And it's, she has it's, a she it's has nighttime. A, there's the a nighttime yeah. now. So who knows? Because it was daytime when the yeah. box was dropped off. Man, it went it went from day to night like in, in, yeah, yeah. immediately. Uh, so she got a bottle of Jack in one hand and a shotgun in the other. Uh oh. Well, this is Texas. Yeah, it is Texas. And she's <laughs> shooting the shotgun at the banner of the competing bakery across the street. And somehow she's able to perfectly shoot whatever is holding the banner up, but nothing else is damaged by the buckshot. She's a fucking dead eye, is what she is. But it's a shotgun, and she's drunk. (laughs) Yeah, and she's shit faced with a shotgun. She's like a goddamn surgeon with that (laughs) shotgun. But even a shotgun itself, if it's shot, it's buckshot. There's no way it should be that pinpoint. It was from across the street. It was ridiculous, (laughs) and she's like shooting down, and just like he said, just shooting down just the banner. Next to the windows and stuff, no windows broken. No cars get damaged. Nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. Just, and, the, and the banner just lightly falls. It's like somebody just like t- hold, held the string. The banner, I mean, just dropped the string. Goes, just yeah, drops. one side of it just dropped. Right. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, woohoo, Texas, <laughs> go Longhorns. <laughs> she's pumped. So, uh, so Sarah and the other girl who we eventually learn her name is Julia. 
rush rush up to the older woman, and this turns out to be Betty Betty Lee, Sarah's grandmother. Or at least I thought she looks like a grandma. It turns out it's Sarah's mother. Yeah, but she looks like it should be Sarah's grandmother. Well, you know that honestly, that kind of fits with the uh, the grandfather. The, the father, father who, who I was, was yeah. grandpa. The father was also wearing an old man like Mr. Rogers sweater. He was too. wearing like yeah, an old, yeah. He, definitely he looks. Was. Like, he just looks like he's fucking he dressed old. like a grandpa. Jesus. Yeah. And so they uh, they come in from the sides of Betty, which is really weird because from we each ju- side because we just saw them inside the bakery, which is directly behind her. So that they they didn't come out the front door. No, they went like they around the back, back, down the alleys, come around the block, and then meet her at the side on each side. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That makes no sense. <laughs> so, um, not happy about her booze being taken away, Betty threatens to fire Julia for taking the bottle of Jack away. And but Julia ends up taking Betty home to sleep it off. Hey, man, I've been cut off before. <laughs> it's not a pretty sight. You know, I, I don't know. Have you ever been cut off at a bar? No. I've been cut off at a bar. It's not. I've never been cut off at a bar. I, it's, it's, it's not pretty. You I think I've been cut off like in frat, like fraternity parties when I was in college. There's like, a like, reason you get cut party. off. And, yeah. yeah, it's never pretty. So, um, so back in the baker in the bakery, Brick turns off the mixer and he leaves. Now in the mixer, the dough has all these like red streaks in it because it's of the blood, the blood that he's been <laughs> dripping he all over the place. Looks at it and nobody seems to notice like the red streaks in here. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. It's like. How? What the fuck? You know, it's blatantly obvious. Anyway, so the dough so, begins to move, and a tiny dough hand rises out of the dough, <laughs> while what sounds like voodoo or black yeah, magic chants like are whispered. It's like speaking in tongues, like yeah, yeah. It's like what is that? Where's that coming from? Yeah, it's 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 like fucking elvish. They're speaking in the background, like yeah. Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. Yeah. It makes no like, and then the hand sinks back into the dough. Gosh, gosh, my gosh, barman, barman. Gosh, gosh, my gosh. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> so out front of the bakery now, Jimmy Dean pulls up in his sweet Camaro. Yes, wanting to know what happened to his banner. So he's the guy who owns the competing bakery across the street, in which they turn is like a chain bakery. So I a guess like statewide chain, yeah, like bakery. a Mister, like a Dunkin' Donuts or something yeah. and, like that. And you know, Texas is a big fucking state. So yeah. if you got a statewide competitor, that's you know, that's big. Yeah. Um. And so he's like, hey, he wants to buy out Bet. He's like, let me buy you out because so his customers don't have to look at this rundown pie stand, is what he calls it. Do you know what he offered? He only offered her fifty grand. Yeah, fifty. That's grand. bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like are it's you not kidding much. me? That's how much. It's like the building's worth more than that alone. Yeah, exactly. Get fucked. You know, it's like a two, three story building. When you see it in a wide yeah. shot, it, it, I would. Uh, Even though the it's yeah, the, this building is again kind of like the uh uh, uh well God what's the the phone booth from Doctor Who. Uh, the TARDIS. The TARDIS. Because, like, the outside, I mean, it's not a small building, but it's just a mom-and-pop bakery yeah, with, yeah. like, a, you know, what would be, like, a living apartment above it. But when you see it, the front of the shop is kind of tiny. Like, you walk in, there's the, the glass cases, the cash register. But when you go in the back... It's like a fucking warehouse. Yeah, it becomes a huge-ass fucking warehouse mm-hmm. for what's supposed to be a tiny little bakery. <laughs> so, uh, we... Uh, Jimmy's daughter Lorna is in the car, and she teases Sarah a bit. And we learn that Lorna was just named Miss Pretty Face of Waco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Miss Pretty Face, y'all. Miss Pretty Face. Miss Pretty Face. Miss Pretty Face of Waco. Yeah. <laughs> and again, she's she's not that pretty. She's, I mean, she's cute, but yeah, I mean, she's not I mean, like she's just a person. 
She's small. It should be small town hot. If you think about it, if it's a small town, but I don't know how Waco. I don't think is that small. Well, I don't know if it's that. I mean, big. it's not just, Dallas or Houston, but I mean, I don't think it's like a. I think it's just very famous. Yeah, it's for, famous for the, the the what was the, the cult guy, David Koresh. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the stand Grand Meridians. What were they called? I don't, I don't know, but don't yeah, remember, the the yeah. thick mm-hmm. shootout and all. Yeah, that was yeah. Janet Reno fucked up. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we cut to Sarah. And she's talking to Brick in the shop about selling and how hard it has been to keep the place running since her brother and father were killed. And she tries to be all emotional and crying here, but it's just really bad. She, yeah, she, falls she drops flat. the ball. In this there's, scene. there's, there's no emotional. No, she's like there. trying to cry, but you, like, it's just not happening. Um, again, Sarah tells Brick to leave early, which at this point I guess he finally does. Because He's going to wrestle wrestle Palooza too. And uh, so Sarah heads back to the back and gets the dough out of the mixer, flattens out on like a, one of the metal work tables, flat tables, and she uses this giant man-shaped cookie cutter to cut out one gingerbread man. This gingerbread man's fucking huge. Dude, and I, maybe this is why the shop, or maybe the shop wouldn't be in such a bad financial place if they make better use of their <laughs> supplies. Because she flattened out this huge amount of dough. Like, it takes up almost like... A good section of table, and she makes one gingerbread cookie from it. That we one. see. That we see. One. And she can always no, because she put when she puts it in the oven, it's one guy on the tray. That is pretty bad use. So that's so much waste of dough. I just it's like throwing your money away. It's like flush it down the toilet. I, so that is a ton of dough. She it was when I was looking at her making it. It's funny because I worked at a. St. Louis Bread Company for the rest of the country. I was going to say, because when I worked at a Pizza World, like, we had the same dough mixer. For the rest of the country, dough. it's uh, Panera Bread. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you roll the shit out. You cut out what you need. You slap it back together, roll it out, cut out what you need, slap it back together, roll it out. Yeah. You know, you do it you know, we, until it's all gone. The amount of dough pizzas or balls we could make mm-hmm. from one of those dough things was, like, Ridiculous. Yeah, I can't even count how Ridiculous, many yeah. dough balls we can get out of there. And, and she, she makes had a shit ton of dough. Yeah, and she makes one cookie. <laughs> so I'm just, that's why you're failing, Sarah. <laughs> anyway, so Sarah takes a tray with one gingerbread man on Not it. Not to mention your dad's dead and your mom's a drunk. <laughs> into a large walk-in oven. And I'm, again, I've got to say, this is a waste of energy and money because that's all she puts in this giant oven is one tray with one gingerbread cookie. It's fucking Huge walk-in yeah. oven. I've never seen a walk-in. I walk in coolers, walk-in freezers all the time. I've never seen a walk-in oven. I don't know if they exist. I I don't. Know I either. don't know. I've never seen. But one. it just seems excessive, <laughs> massive. Again, your energy bills have got to be through the roof. Are for you that. are you making <clears throat> maybe for a mass industrial like Keebler, the right. Keebler warehouse, or Chips Ahoy? Maybe. Yeah, but. Yeah. The, a mom and pop like this is insane. A walk-in up, I mean, it's 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 like a small room. Yeah, it's yeah. a sauna. I yeah. mean, there's yeah. Sa- yeah. it's basically so Ooh, that'd be nice. Set at about 150 just degrees, in, just get nice steam, Woo! get a little get spritz, yeah. get your spritz gets, on. He gets his fits, yeah. that's what it's on. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, she turns it on and the lights begin to flicker a little bit, and Sarah finds Lorna in the front of the store along with a rat, and Lorna tells her that the money her dad offered her is too good for her. $50,000. Yeah, and Sarah accuses Lorna of bringing the rat in so they would get shut down by the health department and not have to pay. Well, you know what's going to shut them down for the health department? Bleeding in your product. Yeah, that, that's why. <laughs> yeah. You're already doing it to yourself, Sarah. And the fact that your energy bills are skyrocketing because yeah. you have a fucking missile. Walk in <laughs> yeah. um, so 
not having any of that shit, Sarah charges at Lorna and smashes a pie in her face. Ooh, pie to the face. And this leads to a really shitty, air quotes, fight between the two girls. And this goes on for a minute. And they end up in the back. Uh, by the walk-in oven. Pushing, th- pulling hair. Throw, ah, they're throwing like, baked goods at each other. This isn't even a good girl fight. No. It's not even, I mean, and, and I don't like using that term girl fight because I think girls can fucking fight, oh, you know. Ronda Rousey, yeah, 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 yeah. I have a huge respect for that, but I mean, this is we'll, we'll bad. Use the, the, the cat fight. Yeah, the, your, quote your cat unquote, fight, yeah. Cat fight. And it's just, it's awful. It is. Uh, yeah, they end up throwing, like, bear claws and, like, rolls at each other. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where I think Sarah's getting pelted with, like, powder puffs. Yeah. And she's just like, ah! Yeah. She, just, like, <laughs> she can't take it. She's just, like, getting beaten with powder puffs. Yeah. So during all this, shots of the gingerbread man are cooking in the oven are shown. And we hear more whis- of the whispered, like, voodoo chants in the background. Yeah. And I'm like, who? I just, I really want to know who is supposed to be saying this. Yeah. Because it's not, I mean, it's Busey's voice, but he's, at this point, like, why is he even saying this? Like, is he, is he a ghost? I I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Is this kind of like a Chucky thing, you know? Yeah, but even Chucky was alive when he would always chant, you know? Yeah. What was, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um, and even like in Shocker, uh, uh, the Pinkle right. was in the mm-hmm. jail cell chanting black magic. Right, like TV, he was doing, but a... he was still alive. Yeah, this is just a disembodied voice coming from nowhere. From dough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, continuing their fight, the two girls bump into this giant circuit box, uh, causing the power <laughs> to shut off. But bolts of electricity are seen running down um, the walk-in oven. And the gingerbread man erupts in magical energy and fire and comes to life. So this doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no sense it's, whatsoever. It's, she, they bump into it and it turns it off. Yeah. Turns off the electricity. Yeah. There shouldn't be any more electricity. No, there shouldn't be. So why did this spark the birth, essentially, exactly. of the ginger dead man? Yeah. It, again, there's no logic to this at all. No. None. So um, the power comes back on and... Yeah, they just flipped the switch. Yeah, on. Amos Cadbury comes in. Now, he's wearing a shirt that reads, pull my finger, so he's <laughs> classy. Amos Cadbury is the worst. He is. Um, and he says he's been waiting on the car for Lana forever. He got tired of waiting, so he comes inside. And we see Lorna again, and suddenly she's magically clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the pie in her hair, all the bacon, she are just gone. <laughs> so both of them. They had this big cat fight. You know, Lana had the shit. They're like flour all over. She had she had pie in the face in her hair yeah. all over the place. Sarah was pelted with baked goods and had powder all over. Cut whenever Amos comes in, and they're instantly clean. fresh and clean, hair done up again. Yep, so fresh and so clean, yeah. clean. And another thing about Amos Cadbury, uh, he dresses like a retard. Uh, his outfit is the worst it is he's wearing a sleeveless shirt that says pull my finger yeah jeans yeah no he doesn't have jeans on. He jeans on he's got the longest fucking like jinko shorts you could ever imagine they're fucking shorts but they're they so really? they go past his knees and then he has combat boots on because there's a strip of skin you can see and i'm like that is horrible i 
his completely outfit. missed that. Oh I thought my he was God. jeans. His outfit is so bad. That is bad. And then he has a sh- like a fake eyebrow ring. Yeah, eyebrow. Yeah, like ring. ring. It's yeah, like a it's ring on his ring. eyebrow, like a pierced eyebrow, but it's so fake. This guy looks like he should have been in high school with us in like 1996. Yeah, and like and, the and, grungy Jinko guy. And we'd make fun of him. We would have made like, fun look of him. Look at this asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow, I didn't realize. Okay, good, yeah. good on you for pointing that oh, out. Oh god, because when I saw that, I was like. <laughs> so, uh, Lorna screams when she sees the ginger dead man looking out from the oven window and laughing. He just pops up. He's like, "How does he? <laughs> how? Because the window is about I don't know four feet off the ground, and he and, or more, and he's like six inches tall. <laughs> and he's it was a big fucking gingerbread man. Yeah, but when you bake things, they shrink." Oh no! Actually, dough expands, so he should be bigger. I'm going to give him a foot. Okay, okay. I'm going to be very generous. That's very generous. And say he's about a foot tall. He's 12 inches. Right. About the size of my dick. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Why'd I go there? I don't know. I don't know. It was fun. Anyway, I'm getting kind of drunk. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm giving him about 12 inches. That's right. what I'm giving him. All right. But yeah, it was four feet in there, so he's like levitating or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Sarah opens the oven door and smoke just billows out into the, the bakery. And in the smoke cloud, the gingerbread man, ginger dead man runs out of the oven. Uh, Sarah pulls out the tray he was on and all they can see is this black burn mark. And Amos says, well, whatever it was, I think you overcooked it. And that's when ginger dead man pops up, making his grand appearance. And ch- everyone sees him spouts off the one. I think I came out just fine. That's his big opening line. Mm-hmm. Amos asks, what the hell is that? Which, Gingy, I just call him Gingy from here on sure, out. Sure, sure. Replies, I'm sure as hell ain't the Pillsbury Doughboy. <clears throat> then hops down and runs off. Pillsbury fucking Doughboy. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So Sarah's like, hey, I think I've heard that voice before. Where do I? Where have I heard that? And... Amos and I was thinking this is all gag that that Brick has done. Like a, some kind of practical joke that Brick is. The guy late. who's not there. Yeah, the guy who's left. And then Lorna says it's black magic. Yeah. And how does she know this? Well, because she used a Ouija board once. Yep. That's her whole reasoning. By, oh, it's black magic because I used the Ouija board there's once. There's your explanation. <laughs> leave it to the Texas Christians. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Uh, the, so the girls want to get out and leave. Well, Amos says that... Uh, <laughs> it's real that they, they should stay and grab it and take it on Leno and Letterman because who knows how much it how much dough oh. they can get for a talking cookie. Good God. And he leaves the girls back uh, to the back of the shop again where they hear the sounds of Gingy eating. He's like he's like scarfing something down. No, no, it's comical. Yeah, it's, it's like comical. Homer Simpson eating donuts. Hum, 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 yeah, hum. it really is. And they, they're coming from the walk-in cooler now. So they have a walk-in oven and a walk-in freezer. Yeah, yeah. Why and would you have a walk-in freezer at a, a, at a bakery? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I, I guess maybe you're icing, but again, just a regular freezer. I think would be right, 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 right. Again, their their utility bills are making them go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, where, 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 where was I? Uh, so they they go to the they close the door, thinking that they locked uh Gingy inside, and they go to call the police, but the phone is dead, of course. Yeah, the phone. I don't know. What, <laughs> For no reason, it's just dead. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Lorna uses her cell phone to call her dad for help, but her battery dies halfway through the call. And why are they calling the police at this point? Yeah, exactly. Like, what are they going to tell them? It's like a lot like Leprechaun last week. Yeah, what are you going like, to tell me? Uh, a magical gingerbread man's come alive trying to kill us? Yeah, but is he even trying to kill him yet? 
Act- no, he hasn't. No, he, he just came to life and ran, basically ran out. out. Yeah, he's, he's rude. He's rude. Yeah, he's made some rude comments. <laughs> he's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> so at this time, Betty has come back and she enters the shop through the back door. She grabs another bottle of Jack Daniels. She likes to drink she, the whiskey. Yeah, she does. I would like to hang out with her. <laughs> and if, you, if you've listened to the show before, you know I like my whiskey. So, um, so she sees the rat and says, "I'm going to get my gun." She's going to she, she's going to go get a shotgun, a shoot a rat, and blow away a rat that in, was apparently in the back of her own bakery. purchased from a pet store. Obviously, Again, if this happens. All the time. How much equipment are they damaging by shooting shotguns in their bakery? Like, this is the solution to catching a rat. It's Texas. It's fucking Texas, man. Go Longhorns! <laughs> so, Betty hears Gingy laughing, and so she begins to start calling out and asking, like, who's there? Who did this? Uh, referring to, like, the mess that's all over the bakery. Uh, which was caused by the cat fight. Exactly. Yeah. And I just don't hear it. Nobody else yeah. hears her shouting and this is supposed to be a mom, small mom-pop bakery, not a giant warehouse. And the, in reality, the other three people are probably no more than like 30 to 50 feet away, just on the other side of a wall, basically. And that's warehouse size. Yeah. And that's, there's no way it can be that big. No. No way. No way. No way. I've worked in a warehouse, too. I mean, I worked at Lazy Boy. Yeah, I remember that. It was a big fucking warehouse. It was. I could stand on one end of the warehouse, shout the way she did, and you'd hear it on the other side. Yeah, because it would echo. It's cavernous, and it echoes. Yeah, Yeah, but nobody hears her shouting. So Gingy pops up on a table with a knife behind his back. Betty approaches him, confused, (laughs) and thinking that he might be a a, a byproduct of her drinking. So... I've never drank so much that I hallucinate. I have never done that either. <laughs> I've drank a lot. And I know you drink a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> I've never had hallucinations. She's captivated by seeing the gingerbread man. Yeah. Who's kind of dancing or he's kind of like mocking her, kind of going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like dancing around. He's making no qualms whatsoever. No, like, he's, he's got he's just... got he's got a knife behind his back and he's just like, hey, come here. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she is enthralled. Yeah. She is mesmerized and she's reaching out to poke she, him yeah, in the she stomach. She approaches out to poke him like the Pillsbury Dope. Yes. And that's when Gigi whips out the knife and cuts her finger off. And when he says is it coming <laughs> go ahead. And the perfect line, have you ever tried lady fingers? Yep. Oh now I, did you notice this? Like, for some reason, they switch knives in this scene? No. Like, in between shots, like, the knife you see him holding behind his back is clearly a, just a regular straight blade knife. Yeah. And then after he cuts the finger off, the knife is all bloody. They switch knives. It's now a serrated blade. It looks blade. like a steak knife. Yeah. yeah. They've switched knives for Weird. some stupid-ass reason. They <laughs> Continuity, make... people. Yeah. It's like, why would you even do that? We need to make this Ginger Dead Man movie <laughs> perfect. So, Betty's screaming out in pain and fear, and still yet nobody hears her at all. But they hear Betty fall into a large laundry bin, which this defies all logic of, and the laws of sound. Falling into a laundry bin, which would go poof, poof. Yeah. And that's about it. And, and Sarah's of, like, ah, Yeah, nobody hears screaming. her scream, but Sarah's like, hey, did you hear something? <laughs> when she falls into, like, a bucket, basically a bin of sheets. <laughs> so, after hearing the sound of Betty falling into the laundry bin, uh, they... Don't go back to check it out. They said, you know what? Amos is like, he's going outside for some reason, which at this point, I don't care or remember why he goes outside, but he does. And Gingy tells Betty uh, who he is, and then he hides as Julia comes back to find Betty bleeding in the laundry bin. 
Jinji hits her over the head with a frying pan, knocking Julia out cold. A frying pan. Yeah, like a your old cast iron frying pan. Gingerbread man, dead man. What up, Jinji? Jinji. Is a generous 12 inches. Yeah. And has the ability to wield a frying pan. Which, by the way, is like four times. I don't even know what the math on that. Like, how much? I mean, a lot heavier than A good cast iron. Those things are heavy. Yeah, they're like 20 pounds. Yeah. This guy's got to weigh like six ounces. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, time passes and it cuts to Amos outside getting in his car. And he pulls out this large fucking revolver and a handful of rounds and then heads back to the bank. And this looks like Rick's Python from Walking he Dead. He pulls out a fucking Dury Harry. Yeah, it's, it's like Rick's it's Python. Like, it's, it's like a forty-five. Yeah. It's and, a forty-five magnum, most powerful handgun in the world. <laughs> feel feel punk. punk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so inside, Lorna and Sarah, they're chatting about Amos. Amos, Amos, whatever. And as soon as he re-enters the bakery, Gingy cuts the power again. Now, Sarah says, oh, it might be the storm that knocked out the power. What What storm? storm? (laughs) There is no storm. We just saw Amos outside, and it was calm and cool. The whole time. I mean, we've been outside a lot. Yeah. Mom's shooting shit down. There's no wind, no rain, no thunder. The arrival of Jimmy Dean and, you know. No lightning. Nothing. Nothing. No evidence. But suddenly there's a storm. This is madness. It is. Just madness. And here's another thing. Before we move on, they called, They were trying to call the cops for help. Yeah. Why didn't they just leave? Yeah. Nothing a, was stopping them. That's a, one of my biggest issues with this movie. Is none of the doors are ever locked. They ever. can easily there's, just walk out. There's like, there's a fucking deranged gingerbread man here. I'm leaving. Yeah. And no one takes that into account. No, they whatsoever. never leave. People, Amos and Jimmy Dean, people just come and go, but they never, Willy-nilly. Yeah. Willy-nilly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the three of them decided to go back to, uh, the, apparently they have a backup generator, and they, so they, they can go turn on this generator. Why do you have a generator, a small mom-and-pop operation? No, it's a, why do you need a generator? This, this isn't like, a compound. Yeah, it's not the presidential <laughs> bunker. Underneath. You know, maybe this is what people just do in Waco. Yeah, you know? maybe. <laughs> maybe. Fucking, maybe they're doomsday the preppers or something. Maybe. Jesus. Ever since David Koresh got taken down, <laughs> they're just planning for people to come and take their guns. Yeah. So outside, Jimmy Dean pulls up again, and we—he's talking to himself yeah. the whole time. Well, because he's talking about, oh, Lorna, you better what you call me out here for, and oh, better not be that Amos boy getting your hands on you. And that, he says that tattooed up, no good. Which I don't remember even seeing tattoos. He doesn't on have him. any tattoos. I'm just saying, you never see him. He does. He's wearing a sleeveless shirt. Yeah, he doesn't have any tattoos. Unless he's got like a sweet, sweet tramp stamp going on. <laughs> <laughs> With that outfit, who knows? Maybe that's how Jimmy Dean knows. Yeah. Maybe that's Whoa. how he knows. He's like, mm, look at that. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, that's a sweet tramp stamp. So um, if they're, the three of them, the three main people are in the back, and they're supposed to be looking for the generator because the power's off, yet they're standing directly under a light. Yes. <laughs> the, for, the, for, from here on out, let's just, I'm going to clear this up right now. The power is supposed to be completely off. But from this point on, there's lights everywhere. everywhere. Appliances are turned on and working. The oven works. So there is there's no reason for the, the freezer keeps... works. Yeah. Everything everything works. works. And there's lights everywhere. <laughs> so Amos and Sarah <laughs> ch- <laughs> they're chit chatting. They're having a heart to heart moment 
which makes no fucking sense, yeah. by the way. This scene is... Dog shit. Yeah, it's awful. It's retarded. This is supposed to be, like... Like, they're supposed to be scared. Like, oh my god, there's crazy... There's a fucking living cookie. Yeah, a living cookie. And they want... We gotta get the power back on. We need to hurry. But Let's... instead, they find time to have what's supposed to be, like, the sweet heart-to-heart moment underneath a bright fucking light that's not supposed to be working! <laughs> Do you remember when I was six years old, you tried to kiss me and I broke your nose? Yeah. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about how he went to her sixth grade birthday party. He doesn't remember. And then he remembers because she says, I punched you in the nose and broke your nose. Yeah, you I don't know if that's this then, scene or later. Whatever, but, yeah. but regardless, that's, it doesn't it matter. Happens. It, it, it happens. And he goes, oh, yeah, maybe I get turned on by girls hitting me. Yeah. You're six years old and you're, Jesus, <laughs> this is... The, all, there's a couple scenes where they have heart to hearts. There's like two or three yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. And it's all dog shit. Yeah, they all are dog shit. I mean, they're trying to be like, oh, these two are meeting. They have like, like they're meet cute if it was a rom com or something like that. But it has no place yeah. in this movie. And they're just awful actors. We're not even gonna talk about it. No, we're gonna move on. So Jimmy um, gets out he, he of his sweet Camaro to look for Lorna, and it he's is a outside. Sweet Camaro. And he first thinks uh, she and Amos are messing with him. Like, what are you two doing? Why are you calling me? She's, again, thinks it's a, a prank or something. And suddenly his Camaro just starts up and the engine's revving. And we see Gingy behind the wheel working the pedals with a metal rolling pin. <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> now, again, notice the floor mats on this because Gingy is supposed to be driving Jimmy's Camaro, but the floor mats and the dash clearly identify this car as a Ford Mustang. Ooh, wow. Yep. Marshall. Checking out the continuity areas. Yep. Well done. Um, so Jin- <laughs> the car's revving. Gingy's revving. I mean, he's peeling rubber. But yeah. he's got it in in, in park or neutral. neutral he's revving yeah. and revving, and the wheels are spinning. And argh. oh yeah, he's kicking up serious smoke. He's, he's burn- up- burning that asphalt. He is he is burning tread. To which Jimmy Dean is just going, no, no, don't do it. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Don't run me over. Oh, dang. He's just standing right in front of it. Yeah. Just take a couple steps to the right, maybe a couple steps to the left. But Do a no. little Texas shuffle, yeah. a little line dance. <laughs> He's got nothing. He's just standing in front going, don't do it, don't do it. Exactly. More peeling out, more peeling out, and then finally he puts it in drive, and yeah. you don't even see it. No. <laughs> really. He, he, he just smashes the car into Jimmy, crushing between the side of the building and the car, killing him. Pretty anticlimactic. And still... Nobody inside hears the car smash into the side of the bakery. No. Nope. That would be pretty fucking loud. Yeah. And nobody, nothing happens. So Amos and Sarah are trying to get the generator to work while Lorna is pacing around. Holding and, a rolling pin. Yeah. Again, they're bathed in light. And so I'm like, why even bother getting the generator working? Working, they clearly have power. They even said, it's not going to work. It's not yeah, dark so at all in this place. It, they even said... Does it have gasoline? Generator isn't working. Let's leave. Yeah. The generator never comes back on. No. They don't need it. There's power <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so Sarah tells Amos that she's going to have to sell the bakery, and they chit-chat some more, having another... Um, and as soon as they exit the closet that this generator is basically in, Lorna starts bitching about not having any lights. Again, they're staying... Underneath light. Underneath light. They're casting shadows, yeah. for Christ's sake. And after some art, more arguing, Amos notices the floor is covered with flour, and they're like footprints or like a trail of something. It's a leading. small. It's the most small, minute trail of blood. 
Is that what it is? It's the tiniest, teeniest. I thought it's oh, it's flower crazy. I guess it's all like footprints it, or something. It was hard to see. I didn't see it. It was anything. such a thin, tiny. I mean, we're talking pencil thin trail of blood. So uh, leading it, to the, the walk-in walk-in freezer. Yeah. Which is on. Which is on. <laughs> so Lorna says, fuck that. I'm going outside to wait for my daddy. And Amos opens the door to the oh, walk-in cooler freezer, and they find Julia, who has been covered in icing and frosting and decorated like a cake, complete with cherries for nipples. <laughs> <laughs> She's covered in whipped cream, sprinkles, and cherries on her nips. Yep. <laughs> She's still alive, so they drag her out of the walk-in and cover her with a blanket. They don't even try to get the ices. They just let, pull out and throw a blanket on top of her. And then they just go, yeah. Yeah, she's fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. No worries. <laughs> no. Let's not. Not like, hey, what happened to you? Let's wake her up. Or just, she's fine. Let's let her... not put her in Amos's car <laughs> yeah. and drive her to the hospital. I, I understand nope. <laughs> your phones are dead. Fine. That's fine. Amos has a car right outside. Yeah. Let's take her to the hospital. <laughs> They just said, well, looks like she's got a bump on her noggin. I don't think she's got a concussion. It just must be shock. Yeah. She's like, oh, which she's is going to wear off. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So um, outside, Lorna finds her dad dead on the hood of the car. She takes a ring off of his finger and yeah. says, I'll miss your daddy and leaves. This is fucked up. This is so fucked up. She comes outside, sees her dead dad pinned against the wall of the building. Daddy, are you alive? Daddy, daddy. Oh, grabs his hand, which he moves his fingers, by the way. <laughs> I missed that. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> holding his hand, daddy, daddy, and then sees a big fat ring on his pinky, his big, I guess, jeweled out bling bling pinky ring, and pulls it off and goes, Missy, daddy. <laughs> this girl's a bitch. So, Inside, Sarah is telling Amos that she thinks that Gingy is Millard back from the dead to get revenge. And they come up with that. Which, of course, that makes perfect sense. Sure. (laughs) And we're treated to more boring dialogue between Sarah and Amos. And they cut some more cutesy, wootsy crap and trying to be all touching. They end up kissing at the end of it. And we jump back to Lorna, who is in the front of the store. Gingy pops up with a knife and says, how about a facial? And then slices her twice across the face. She screams, run away. I would have liked it better if he would have jizzed a little bit of, like, cream. Cre- oh, yeah, that would have been like icing. <laughs> oh, that would have been hilarious. That would have been better. Yeah, like ah. some white icing or something. Well, like he's supposed to be a killer. I yeah. don't know. Not a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I just like, the makeup effects on this are super shitty. I mean, it looks like they didn't even try. No. There, there's no cuts on her face. It's just red. All they did was, like, smear some really bad fake blood on the yep. left side of her face and call it a day. Yep. And she is so worried about her face. Yeah. She she runs. Because she did get Miss Purdy Face. Miss Purdy Face. So Lorna runs into the other two screaming about her face. And Amos says, oh, it's not that bad. And then she goes, well, what do you know? You're ugly. <laughs> Seeing Julie on the floor, Lorna decides to get the fuck out of Dodge. And she storms out again. Only this time she sets off a tripwire. And when I say tripwire, I mean uh, more like a trip rope. It is so big. How she doesn't see this is beyond mind-boggling. It's huge. It's a rope. It's a big, thick rope. It's not like fish wire, piano string, something very hard to see. It is a thick-ass rope. It's like a jump rope stretched across this thing. Thicker. Thicker than jump. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. 
And it's like it's like two or three jump ropes put together. Yeah. And so once she trips it, a box falls from the ceiling nearly behind her. Behind, yeah, falls it behind doesn't, her. It doesn't hit her in the head. Yeah, so, so it's poorly done because they didn't set the trap up right. I was very confused because she walks through the trip rope. This whole scene's confusing. The whole sequence. A huge box comes falling down. I was like, oh, she's going to get hit with the, the box. Yeah. And nope, it drops behind her. her. And she spins around to see the box sit. And yeah, she, she turns around and goes, oh, God, that box, then turns back around. Because she hears Gingy laughing. Yeah. So she turns back around to see, hear Gingy laughing, and the camera cuts to Sarah and Amos, excuse me, and then right back to Lorna, who now has a giant knife sticking out of her forehead. <laughs> it's like a Bowie knife. Yeah. It's, it's like huge. a Rambo knife. And it's like all the way up to the hilt, <laughs> like the, the, the handle of the... the bl- Why would you have this in a bakery? <laughs> <laughs> and she falls down dead. And she's, she stands there for a good 20 seconds. Yeah. Looking around like, guys... Do I have something on my head? Is there something on my face, guys? Yeah. Guys, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> guys, there's something on my head? She stands forever. <laughs> finally falls <laughs> over. To which Amos replies, Oh, shit. Ginger dead man must have booby-trapped all, all the, the exits. Egg- yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, oh, no! <laughs> oh, so Sarah starts shouting out to Ginger, saying, It's me you're after. Come and get me. And now Amos starts blindly shooting at every noise he hears throughout the bakery. To which Gingerbread, Ginger Dead Man is laughing at. He starts, yeah, he's just like, he's taunting them and laughing at them from the shadows. And he's just shooting randomly. Yeah. And then they finally do lock eyes with him. Because he starts talking and she's going, it's me you want, it's me. And he locks eyes with him and he starts going, yeah, I killed your dad, I killed your brother. Blah, blah. But, They're locking <clears throat> eyes. And that's the point when you think Amos would go, Oh, I see him. Bang. Yeah. But. So, while I look around, Amos uh, says, look. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sarah finds her mother's finger sitting mm. on a scale. And so this is where I was like, this is where I find, oh, it's Betty is the mother, not the grandmother. But um, Amos says, look, the finger is set up to point at something. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> How would he know that, or why would he even think? I mean, first of all, a severed finger would be pointing at something no matter what. Any which way you point it, it's, it's pointing, pointing at something. <laughs> it's a finger. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? As the fingers do, they point. point. <laughs> so they find Betty laying in the uh, walk-in oven. It points to the oven. Which... And there's no drama in this, because they just open it up and drag it right out. I easily. Thought, I was like, oh, she's dead. No, no, nope. she's not dead. She's not. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, so they just pour her out of the oven, no problem. Gingy su- shoves Sarah into the oven, shutting her inside, and it turns it on. He then hits Amos over the head with, this, with a mallet. Yeah, with a... <laughs> it's like a fucking rubber-ass mallet. It's a. It's not that big. I mean, it's... It's a it's, mallet. It's like a wooden or rubber mallet. Yeah, that's But what I it's said. not that big, and... He, well, hammers aren't that big either, but if you hit over the head with one, it's still going to fucking hurt. I, I guess, but but yeah, I I see where, I kind of see where you're going with that. And it's, uh, it's not it's not like a steel sledgehammer or like an iron sledge. It's not. Right. I don't I don't get it. If yeah. I got hit in the head with a rubber mallet, I'd be like, God damn, that hurt. <laughs> but I wouldn't go down. Um, Gingy taunts Sarah, saying, "Now you know what it's like to fry, bitch." <laughs> Amos fires off some more shots at Gingy, but misses as he dashes off. 
but his bullets shoot open the oven door, which makes no sense yeah. based on where the shots hit the door and the type of latch on this door. So Sarah spills out of the walk-in oven. Yeah. She crawls over to Amos and kisses him and thanks. Gingy pops up, and now he has the revolver. Oh, God. And he's about to shoot him when Brick comes flying in from fucking nowhere. Looking like a superhero. Yeah, I mean, he literally drops into the scene like Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's even wearing <laughs> spandex because he's come dressed in his wrestling attire. The butcher baker. With goofy red goggles. Yeah. God damn. Like ski goggles. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he looks like a superhero. Yeah. More, more like a superhero, less of a pro wrestler. Yeah. Um, and Brick says he saw them through the windows as he was driving by. How? Yeah. What fucking windows? They're in the back. It's the where We have seen this back of this bakery now. And most uh, it, of the movie takes place yeah, like yeah. there are no windows None. in this warehouse of a bakery at all. None. And so basically Brick tells him that he has this. Like, I'm going to take care of it. And then he cuts a promo on the ginger dead man. <laughs> For you wrestling fans, you know what that means. He cuts a promo on the ginger dead man. And he says, now it's time to meet your maker. Prepare to face the butcher baker for tonight. Your ass is toast. As he flexes. As he flexes and uh, puts his dukes up. Yeah, and that's... Did we, did we miss the part where Ginger Dead Man is shooting his gun? Yeah, we... we uh, no, it, it, this <laughs> okay, comes up good, right now. Good. So basically, Ginger replies with the appropriate response of, you've got to be shitting me, which yeah. is probably the best response of yeah. that. Yeah. And then he opens fire on the three of them. And this scene is fucking retarded. So we see Butcher Baker actually dodging bullets. Yeah. They're all dodging bullets. Like fucking Matrix shit. They're and dodging bullets. he has bullets. a, it's a revolver, six shots. Yeah. It's and a, there's already been at least four or five yeah. shots fired. I clearly have this. Like, this is, Ooh, it's a six a, round re- revolver, yes. which is never, ever reloaded. And Gingy fires off like 20 rounds yeah. at the three of them Easy. while they're like, dod- they, they look like they're playing dodgeball. They're shucking right. jive and dodge. Yeah. And he's like, point and blank. And he's range. laughing. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. He's shooting so many shots. I just lost count. I'm like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. But did you notice in the scene, like, if you look here, <laughs> you can actually see a human finger pulling the trigger <laughs> of the gun. <laughs> they have it. just like his arm over the revolver. And then you can see him, you can see a, a finger <laughs> pulling the trigger. <laughs> So suddenly Julia, who is now also completely cleaned up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She pops up. (laughs) Remember, covered from like neck down in cake icing. Yeah. She pops up behind Gigi and hits him over there with the frying pan. Back in her cute little tank top. Yep. Brick jumps on top of him, pinning Gigi to the ground. Gigi says, eat me, you punk bitch. Uh, which Brick replies, the butcher baker is no one's bitch, and then bites the head off of Gingy and eats it. Eats it, and there's blood spurting out yeah. of Ginger Dead Man. There's blood spurting out. He's screaming, ah! He's eating his face. Yeah, he is. Like, this is probably the most graphic scene in the whole movie. It is the way. most gra- and it's, it's a It's a cookie, but it is the most graphic yeah, scene. Yeah, it's just fucking weird. <laughs> so the camera shows the beheaded Ginger Dead Man, and we hear Busey's voice say, save room for dessert because I'm coming back for you. And again, where is this coming from? Because no one ever hear, no one rea- hears it hears or, or acknowledges to it, it or anything like that. So, I mean, is it for us, the audience? Again, is he a ghost now? Like, does he? <laughs> it just makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. So 
Brick then chugs a bottle of milk, which I call bullshit on, because that's humanly impossible. Well, it's, it's dribbling all over the side of his face. But still, we've all seen, like, the milk challenge on the internet YouTube commercials. He would vomit that right back up. You cannot drink that much milk. Whatever. He's, he's chugging some milk. Ugh. I didn't think it was that big a deal. He's just chugging some milk. Anyway, everyone else is checking in on Betty, and Brick behinds, be, all suddenly has starts having stomach pains. Like, well, no Ooh. shit, you just Ooh. chugged a bunch of fucking milk. <laughs> and yeah. So he goes off to wash the blood off his face in the sink. Because and, he's got blood from the ginger dead man yeah. all over him. Yeah. Gross. And he looks in the mirror, and uh, he says... To himself, it's not over, girl, not by a long shot. So his voice has changed into Busey's voice. So now Busey has possessed Brick. And the rest of the people, they're helping Betty outside, but Sarah goes back inside. Did you notice they went through the front door? Yeah. And did you notice there was no booby trap? No booby trap. No booby trap. No, exactly. All the exits are booby trapped. (laughs) Get fucked, Amos. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah goes back inside to get Brick. And in the back, Brick comes out of the shadows, but now his face has morphed into, like, what looks like a giant gingerbread demon thing. Yeah, it's, like, kind of puffy-eyed. Yeah, it's, like, eyes, it's demon-esque, but it's kind of cookie-like. Yeah. It's kind of neat. It's not a bad effect, it's not honestly. Bad. It's not bad. It's not great, but it's, no. I, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, it's probably the best yeah. effort of yeah. the movie. Like, it, um, he grabs Sarah, licks her face. And for some reason, his teeth and tongue are green now, yeah, which like, I don't like understand. Bluish that. green, yeah, yeah. Like, like really, really, like he just ate a shit ton of that blue, bluey green candy, or yeah, something. or icing yeah. or something yeah. like that. And Sarah screams, but now for some reason, everyone outside hears her outside screams, the building, but earlier it's in the warehouse, yeah, they can all hear it. Yeah, fuck, we gotta get go favor. The laws of sound and logic in this movie do not exist. None. So Amos heads in to get her. He tosses brick off Sarah. Right as he's about to bite into her, Brick punches Amos and then pulls out his gun, fires three more sh- rounds into Brick's chest, which has zero effect on None him. whatsoever. None. Uh, Sarah opens the oven door behind Brick. Busey taunts Sarah some more. Uh, Julia has now snuck back into the bakery for some reason. Sarah says she's not afraid of him anymore. She lets out a scream, and all three of them just rush Brick. They bull rush him, forcing him into the oven. They lock him in and turn it on. And he's screaming, ah! Uh, so they bake him alive. Yeah. Brick screams as he's being burnt to death. Fade to black. Now, we jump to some time in the future. <laughs> we have no clue as to when this is supposed to be. Is it's, it the next day, the next week, the next year? No fucking clue. No clue. Daylight outside. Everyone's having a great old time she, outside the like bakery. A, a sidewalk bakes are like Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like a goddamn Girl Scout Sidewalk bake sale. Sidewalk perfect, bake sale. Yeah. And Amos is ha- hugging and kissing on Sarah. Betty is there all sobered up and smiling, and she magically has all of her fingers again. <laughs> uh, two kids come up asking Sarah if she has any gingerbread cookies. And she says, not if you're lucky, we don't. And on that cue, these two nurses. Two nurses. Who are dressed as the stereotypical, like, Halloween costume nurses outfit, which no nurses wear that anymore. No, I am a nurse. <laughs> this does not exist anymore. They're wearing, like, the, the classic like white. World War II style. Skirt. Nurse, yeah. White, like, lapels, white button-up shirt with the little hat. Yeah. The little it's like the hat. nurses in Halloween 2 wore these. Right. Um, so uh, they pull out this box. And, and say that this older woman just dropped these cute little guys off. And one of the nurses opens up the box to reveal five gingerbread men. Go to black. Their eyes open. 
Have their eyes open? Their eyes open on them. I didn't see that. Their eyes open because they're they're just all of a sudden just boom. Their eyes open, start like looking around. No, yes. that did not happen. Yes, yes, no yes. way. Yes, no, yes. Ah, uh, I didn't yes. see that. You're gonna have to go back and watch it. I, I might have to. I just I watch didn't it before. See it. Eyes open. All right. bah, bah, bah. Roll credits. Now, again, we're supposed to assume that Miller's mother dropped off these new gingerbread cookies. It's like she dropped off the seasoning. So, um, we're gonna talk about this in Oz and Ed some more because I have some notes on this. But uh, with that said. Ginger Dead Man adds the movie. We're going to move into favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. So favorite kill, there's, again, kind of like Leprechaun, there is nothing really to choose from this week. I was incredibly disappointed with this. Yeah. I really was hoping this movie, I would be more, have a higher body count. I thought like Gary Busey's going through on Kill People would have been awesome. Like kill more people, but like, Two people die. Well, Gary Busey did kill three people in the first five minutes of the film. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. We're on the right track. Yeah. He kills a waitress or someone screaming. Just some patron that, yeah. He kills the old man. Kills the brother. He kills the brother. That's three people in, like, less than five minutes. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. And then really nothing after that. So... Really, if you're, what's your favorite kill if you have to pick one? Uh, I guess I'm going to have to pick the brother. I kind of like when Busey killed the brother because the way he set it up, he's just like, say it to me again. Say it like you mean it, you know. Please put down the, put the gun down, please. Well, now you sound like a little bitch. <laughs> put the gun down, please. Say it like you mean it. Put the gun down, please. You know, I like that whole dynamic. He puts the gun down. He's like, yeah, you want it? You want it? Face plant some. Bow, 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 bow. Stabs him a few times. <laughs> That's probably my favorite kill. All right. Um, I hated all of them, really. They're really not great. Lorna at least like had a real kill with a knife to her head that actually looked, but... How did it happen? But you we don't, really you don't, don't know. see it because they cut away so fast, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to... And Jimmy Dean's dumb. I'm going to go with the... I'm probably going to go with the father. Yeah. Just because I thought it was so... Like, I blame... It's his own fault he died. Yeah. He... Time. he you don't, if you're gonna try to kill somebody and you don't announce your coming, and you say, I'm gonna kill, kill you, you fucking fucker. bastard. Yeah. You know? So, and then Bruce, like, yeah, bang, shoot. Like, <laughs> so, the father just for how stupid that really was. <laughs> the deaths are really bad. Yeah, they're movie. awful. There's only five. Yeah, they're yeah, really, Unless really you're bad. counting Din- Ginger Dead Man, who kind of dies twice. Or, yeah, Brick maybe who gets burned alive. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty poor. Yeah, they're really poor. Um, so that's that. Uh, not much to go on this week. Um, moving on to favorite, or odds and ends. I'm sorry. Odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Uh, ratings. Uh, IMDb, 3.5 out of 10. Uh, this one, wow. Rotten Tomatoes. This, I just, I can't comprehend this. 60% on the Rotten Tomato Meter. On the Tomato Meter. Wow. That's high for our movie. That's really high. For this movie. And this was a shit movie. It was. But a, only a 28% audience score. Wow. Yeah. I kind of figured it would be the other way. I thought right. it would have a low critic, but like, oh, it would be a cold film pe- audience. Right, like it. right, right. That just, it's so ass backwards. Yeah, it is. And then Amazon, 2.9 out of 5. So even Amazon came in below its normal average. Uh, plot keywords, I wrote down three, puppet, creature, and gingerbread, because, I mean, just... It's weird ones, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, trivia. There are actually some pretty interesting trivia facts here that uh, I'm going to go through. Um, 
the production of this film actually dated back to 2001 when William Butler wrote a script for the film. Much of Butler's original script ended up rewritten and the original design was changed. There was even an action figure based on the original design and a <laughs> teaser trailer that made uh, they was made during pre-production with a summer 2001 date attached as well, but that all fell through. Um, let's see. We already, I already talked about how the Camaro was a Mustang. Uh uh gingerbread man gun we talked about the human finger uh we talked about that okay there's not much here uh we already talked about death on the execution and texas laws oh okay there's a short named the baker's dozen which i think um was it, this was released in on june 1st 2005 it features the exact same cast playing the exact same roles that they do in ginger dead man now i'm not sure if this is a prequel or like an origin story of Millard or something, <laughs> but or if it's just a shorter version of Ginger Dead Man. Okay. But Ginger Dead Man was then released five months later after the short Baker's Dungeon, Baker's Dozen, so it's kind of hard to tell what it really was. Huh. That's really odd. The exact same cast, exact same characters, like five months later, just a shorter version of the movie. It's really weird. It's really strange. Yeah. Now, here's where we want to talk about the mother, because supposedly Millard's mother is a witch. But this is never touched on in the movie. Never. And she's the one who mixes Millard's ashes in the ginger dead spice and sets everything in motion. So if she's a witch, again, I, that kind of explains the voodoo or black hat changing. But I, would it have been better served if maybe it was her voice instead of Busey's voice right. doing it? That would make more sense. Like she's casting yeah. the spell. Because Busey's dead at that point. He hasn't been resurrected yet. He's a box of fucking ashes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's not going to be chanting shit. <laughs> and they could have gone more into that background. Like, they don't mention it in the movie. So, I mean, this is like background information like you had to dig up. But So there's no way you would know she's a witch. No clue. It's just some woman drops off a box of seasoning and you're supposed to get, oh, she's a witch and the black magic. It makes no sense. There's None. no connection. Um, and the last thing is, there's even a comic book series based on this movie titled The Ginger Dead Man Baking Bad. <laughs> Baking Bad. With the basis being there's a new designer drug on the streets and it's called Confection. It's so powerful that it has to be baked into a culinary treat. Uh, when a gang of drug dealers take over the abandoned Betty's Bakery, so I guess they go out of business, oh, okay. all pastry hell breaks loose when... They use a leftover box of baking ingredients containing some of the remaining ashes of Millard Findelmeyer, mm. unwittingly re unleashing the cookie of doom, the ginger dead man. Now, the comic book is brand new. It was just released, just started February 3rd, 2016. Holy so shit. it's like brand fucking new. Man, we are topical here. Yeah, we are. We are on it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that does it for trivia. Uh, sadly... There's no budget game this week. Bah, 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 yeah. bah. Not, I mean, it, with these movies, it's not always yeah. the easiest fight, but I was hoping we would have one, but no budget game. But we do ha get to go into five-star reviews. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. First one from Mark Twain. So classy here. Ooh, going classy. Yeah. Robin, Sidney, and Alexa Allman are pretty hot in this dorky movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gary Busey, oh, oh yeah, Gary Busey plays a crazy gingerbread man. What more could you ask for? It's a movie you only watch once or twice, but simply stupidly funny and worth it if you can buy it cheap. Five stars. All right, well. Nothing. He's no Samuel Clemens. <laughs> 
Now, from Dylan, the dude who watches, who reviews movies and spends a lot of money on DVDs or some, it's a really that's long. His name? That's his name. That's his screen name on this. It's really fucking retarded. Read, read his screen name. Hold on. It's. I didn't write all that. It's Dylan, the dude who reviews movies that you don't want to. So you and spends a lot of money on unwanted DVDs so he can do this or blah blah. It's really fucking long. Jesus and obnoxious. Christ. Um, Dylan, the dude. Dylan, the dude. The, and this is in all bold, by the way, with, like, no punctuation. Right. The second I bought this, I thought it would be great, but better. I know people think it is going to be stupid, but it really surprised me. A really good low-budget movie, five stars, really spelled with a backwards E, three, by the way, in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dylan. Well, I should say it backwards. That's just the three yeah. in seven Um So, <laughs> yeah. Um, last two from FM. Wallachs. I'm a huge B-movie fan and a fan of Charles Band and his Full Moon Pictures. Uh, love the low-budget style they bring. This one is one of those that you have to go into knowing what you're getting into and accept it. Gary Busey is indeed the ginger dead man. Yes, a gingerbread cookie with a killer attitude. This is absolutely not a classic and absolutely low, pure low-budget greatness. I love it. Plus, the fact I like the film is set in Waco, Texas, which is like a little over an hour away from me. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> All right. And last one from Olivia Ivelli, I think it is. Sorry if I butcher your name if you even hear this. When I was walking through the aisles of Blockbuster one night, this little gem caught my eye. I don't think that anything this bad could ever be made. Gary Busey, come on. The whole thing was so far-fetched and pathetic. I love it. <laughs> I don't think I ever laughed so hard. I do have to say that the fact that they made a second one, it hurts my soul. I would be. I would recommend seeing this movie at least once, just to say that you saw the worst B-rated horror film of all time. It is quite a conversation starter. Oh, and for all of you out there who love this kind of crap, check out Evil Bong. It's another wonderfully delightful B-horror flick. Five stars. All right. So that's gonna wrap it up. Final thoughts, Aaron. So bad's good. So bad's scary. What do you got? Oh, man, kind of on the fence. Honestly, uh, there were certain aspects I like because it's it's. It's the fucking ginger dead man. I yeah. mean, we know what we're getting into just exactly. from the title. Exactly. But I just think it could have been done better. I uh, agree. I'm just going to say is Gary Busey should have been in it more. And correct me if I'm wrong. Please do. Because I thought there were two voices to the ginger dead man. Sometimes Was it all Busey? Mm-hmm. Was it really? Yeah, Busey did the voice. Oh, man. Sometimes I couldn't tell if it was him or some other. No, it was all Busey doing all the right, voice. All right. I'm gonna say it's so bad it's scary. Yeah, just it's just because <laughs> I know it's gonna be a shit B movie <laughs> for fun, but it just even then it just still didn't quite make it. Make it. Now I agree with you on a lot of points. Like, I expected more, like I really thought there would be a higher body count, which I thought would be m- way more entertaining. Like, okay, I can get behind this if it's just like stupid ass body count, just people sure. dying. And you could like it's a big you could do like things with like like Somebody like more like a stitches tile killing it's like fill their fill their body with icing until their head explodes yeah, or yeah. do something creative mm-hmm. or something like that or kill them with one of those ice the icing uh bag things or something. I, there's so many things you could have done, rolling pins, knives, sure, so many things, and they just dropped the ball they, on they, all yeah. this. I was even thinking Ginger Dead Man can have like get scared of a big fat guy coming and eating everything. Yeah, you there know you go. something like that. Um, so. But no, he ends up he he, he shits talk he, he trash talks with a rat though he does do that. No, yeah, we missed that. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna kick your ass, rat. I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna kick your rat ass. Um, anyway, 
but at the same time, it is it's Gary fucking Busey True. doing this movie. Um, and like I said, the Buse is loose in this he movie. Is, he, he is, is loose. So I'm going to say, kind of like with the people with the five stars, I'm going to say see it once just to see it and watch Gary Busey just be Busey. Um, and then you never watch it again. Yeah. So I'm going to say so bad it's good for good for one viewing. Good for one go. Good for one viewing. All and right. then, then, then move on. Yeah. So there you go. We're split, but <clears throat> that's going to do it. Um, check us out. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, check our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. We're on Twitter at SoBadIt'sScary. You can check us out on Podbean, where you can download and listen to the show at HorribleHorror.Podbean.com. And you can download us, subscribe to us, and check us out on iTunes. All this is 100% free to you, you lovely, lovely moon goons. We love you so. We do it because we love you. We do. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We will be back with our live show in a week. Coming to you live. <laughs> All right, Moon Goons, peace out. We will see you down the road. <laughs>